Alright, that'll took us to 19 minutes from where we want to start, so... Yeah, it's totally gonna be a short episode. So that's uh awesome. And yeah, we'll probably just ramble into it. So this is Dance Robot Dance. This is episode 121, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep, 121. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm Mark. It has been uh it's been like four days since we recorded, I think. And so much has changed. And yes, and the world is completely different now. I'm here with Christy, obviously. So say hello, Christy. Hello. And we are joined uh, by a special guest in Tim's absence because Tim is, I think he's on business this week and our so. schedules do not sync up. Yeah. So Mark is here. Uh, other Mark. Hey, how's it going, guys? Christy's Mark uh, is here to join our little discussion tonight. So let's get into nerdy news, I guess. Or how are you guys doing this week? Like it's been, how long has it been since I talked to you, Christy? 13 seconds, I think. Like yeah, yeah. Just yeah, recorded. Yeah. Oh, 13. Yeah. yeah. We recorded Saturday, I believe. So I just, uh, the world is a new place. Yeah, the world is a, a sad new place. Um, we should get right into that then. Because, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I think we should just talk immediately about that. Yeah. Sadly, Christie's powers of persuasion killed Stan Lee this week. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> so, if you listened to last week's episode, you heard her uh, discuss with Tim and I that we should prepare ourselves for the loss of the great Stan Lee, and uh, lo and behold. Christy killed Stanley this week. I I can't. I will not take. I will not take responsibility for a 95 year old man who was all but immortal dying a day after I predicted his death. Like Like, literally a fucking day. Like it was insane. You released the episode the day he died with me saying that in the episode. Yeah, I put that up like the yeah, was it the day of or the day before? Something like that. It was it was very synchronous. I think it was the way, morning like, of, wasn't it? It it might have been even because that, that sounds like a that sounds about right for us. Um because the <laughs> announcement went out and uh Tim and I were <laughs> struck, obviously, by how sad we were, but at the same time, like the first thing Tim said was Christy, you fucking jinxed it by bringing it up. You know, so. that wasn't even like, oh my god, guys. Stan Lee died. It was just Christy. You fucking killed him, or something like yeah, that. You fucking, oh yeah, basically, it was like Christy. You fucking killed Stan Lee. So, unfortunately, yeah, Stan Lee passed away uh, this week. So when did he? Yeah, it's sad. So that was that was yesterday. Yep. And today is Tuesday. So yesterday is November the twelfth. Stan Lee passed away, ninety-five years old. Obviously, we are sad. I'm sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to do some stuff in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to get the guys to read some old Stan Lee comics or we're going to review them. So that's going to be fun. I've posted shit on social media. We posted a ton of stuff over the course of the last couple of days. It's been, uh, it's kind of sucks because I don't know. I mean, he's 95. You're expecting it to happen, but yeah. I never actually expected him to die. I expected him to outlive me for some reason. So I know. I think everybody sort of did. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's just like expecting him to be like the, the only 140-year-old man still around when I was in my 80s or whatever. I was like, wow, Stan's still going. Good on him, but guess not. But I know. He had, you know, he, he lived a long life and he had a very awesome life. He did, absolutely. had Like the best life. Like that's the dream life, basically. He like married the woman he loved. He got to create a universe that we are still talking about to this day. Yeah, he'll be missed. He was uh, like... God, it was he was a legend. He is a legend. He will always be a legend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll be seeing him in cameos digitally somehow. Well, he filmed his fourth one uh, before he died. The one in Avengers. Yeah, he did his Avengers. Yeah, so the Avengers 4 one's done. I'm assuming he probably got to see the movie ahead of time because like I I had heard it was cut together, 
I assume he's it got a, had a good idea of what was going to go on in there. So yeah. true. It's kind of cool. Like think about the fact that he got to live to see like Marvel be basically throw away trash in the sixties. Cause like really those comics, nobody was keeping those kinds of things. They were disposable entertainment and now like $2 billion. And that's all basically just came right out of his head. I know. Kind of. That's a, not a lot of people who can make that kind of claim. So I think I just, I, I feel bad for his last like two years. Yeah. And I'm hoping, and like this is just morbid curiosity more than anything, but I am hoping that that kind of gets cleared up and like we get to kind of see who treated him like shit and kind of maybe vilify them a little bit for it at the very least. But at the same time, it would just be nice to know that like he didn't die with all that shit like hanging over him kind well, of thing. Who was so. he? Who was he with in the last in the last few hours? I haven't seen any like direct thing. He was in the hospital. I know that much. Okay. So. And the stories are all over the place. Because he was, um, in his last few years, he was taken pretty harsh advantage of. Yeah. Well, there was all the stories, and, like, he kind of recanted some of it, and, like, it was back and forth. Like, I, I'm still waiting for, like, somebody to just tell me exactly what was going on. Yeah. So, True. And I haven't really heard that. Kind of moot now, because, obviously, Stain is gone. So, um, I'm trying to think. There's anything else to say? I mean, I did meet the man once uh, at Fan Expo. He was super nice, like the nicest guy. Um, we it was just one of those like picture photo op kind of things. I felt like I kind of had to get this picture taken. Finally, I'd seen him a couple times at Fan Expo, but I he noticed because he was so like engaged with the people around him that he even noticed I was carrying a portfolio and asked to like look through it and gave me shit for drawing DC characters and then told me <laughs> that he liked. My oh spider. my god! So I was like, I was like, you're the best man. You're I love you, Stan. That was that was Stanley. So. Love that he gave you shit for drawing DC characters, but he was in the uh, yeah Teen Titans totally. movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. That's the thing, right? Like he he had just done. Well, no, that's probably a couple years before, but he had worked for DC. Like he had done those things. We're gonna review one of those books just to kind of see what what his writing was like in the '90s or whatever. But nice. yeah, he has worked for DC. But I mean, it's Stan. Like you just laugh at him. You're like, yeah, you're right. I probably shouldn't be in showing it. Well, I didn't mean to show it to him, obviously, because <laughs> I was there to show it to his like distant predecessor or something like that i think i was going to meet axel Alonso that year but yeah stan was awesome so you're gonna be missed buddy yeah but yeah on that somber note i feel like that's just we had to we had to jump immediately into that i mean we have to we have to get the like depression out of the way yeah we'll get the we'll get the bad shit out of the way and we're gonna be talking we're gonna be talking more about stan's creations kind of going forward uh throughout the episode anyway because um obviously with mark here we got video games to talk about, and uh, we've all been playing Spider-Man. It doesn't feel right to do it without Tim, too. Yeah, yeah, we'll get it. We'll get into it with Tim. Even though Tim was a DC bastard. He's a, yeah, he's a heathen. Fucking heathen. Godless, godless DC loving garbage pile. Garbage that's, pile, that's right, DC lover. You heard me. <laughs> Fuck you, you Tim. <laughs> you heard me. I get. I can get away with it this week. Stan died. I think I, I'm allowed. I can do it. Yeah, this I week. think it's fair. So I only the only other thing I had on the news it was actually Tim sent it to me because that's how it is. The Toy Story four trailer did drop. I have not seen it because I don't. I, I haven't seen it yet either. You want to do super cute? Do we want to do a react? Is it all right? Let's do a react here, Chris. Do you want to get synced up and we'll uh, you and I will watch it together so that you can be super excited yes. and I'll just sit there and be like, hey, it's Toy Story. Look at that. Look at that. Follow up teaser with uh, Jordan Peele and. Uh, yeah. Oh, is there? That's awesome. Are you? Can you send me the link really quick? Dear God, Christy. Whoops, that's going. I require so much. You do. You're very needy. How do you put up with this, Mark? So All the time. 
Da, 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 da. There it is. Bing. You good? Wait, is this a minute twenty six seconds? That's all. That's how long this is. Yep, it's very quick. And then there's the uh, oh. second one there. Number two on trending. All right. Oop. You ready, Mark? I am ready. Okay. Uh, and one, two, three, go. I like the music so far. Oh, I'm so excited. Castles everywhere. I sang the wrong lyrics. Oh, this looks awkward and great. <laughs> yeah, Jesse. All right, all right. I'm waiting for the arms to come off of Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head. How big is the circle? Oh, this is cute. We're Slink. Well, give it time. Give it time. Oh, there he is. Oh, <laughs> cute. Well, who's the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Wait. Does that mean like even like things you make out of like pipe cleaners and shit come to life? That's horrific. It's a toy. It's a toy. Oh, God, now Disney can mark mark it like Jesus a Christ. every breath is agony. Disney can now mark it a spoon with fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Imagine people in China just like being given sporks and plastic sporks and pipe cleaners and googly eyes. Then ten bucks. Oh man, that's that's insanity to me. Look at the. That was a that was a Toy Story second one. That was cool. Where's the second one in the uh, link? It's not coming up. Sorry. Oh, did you put it in the link? The link. What there it is. Whoop! Did whoop. There it no. is. Oh wait, it says Mark, it says Mark posted it. I'm like, that's not me. I'm confused. <laughs> wait, I have an ad. Gotta wait for it. Riveting. Okay, ready? Hold on. All right, it's going. All right, three. Oh, it's already going. Oh wait, 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 wait. All right, all right. Oh no! Oh, God. Okay, wait. Ready? Three, two, one. Click. Star adventurer. That looks like a battle star. Oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> he's a bunny. Oh, he's a he's a little chickadee. No, the rabbit. Oh, they call him a yeah. care bear. Oh my god, I love the duck. Oh my god, this is so good. This is longer than the actual trailer, right? I think so. <laughs> huh. Yeah, that's such a good impression. <laughs> I don't... This is riveting <laughs> podcasting, obviously, as we sit here and watch the trailer. I mean, good times. Oh, look. It's, They're actually there. It is really good, though. 
Oh, I love it. How's it still going? <laughs> you don't know nothing but science. That's, All right. That's great. All right. Choppy three chop, minutes chop, of Christy chop. laughing. Yeah, basically. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. that's, uh, that's basically what this <laughs> podcast is, is uh, people just listen to it to listen to Christy laugh at stuff. I loved it. I'm glad. I loved it a lot. I didn't, like... I, I should really watch Toy Story three again. I think I've only seen it once. Just not. Same. Yeah, same. I've only seen it the one time. Not my thing. So there you go. It's, I guess it's not really a thing. You soulless. What's that? Nothing. Yeah, yeah. You're. I think I heard you. <laughs> uh, you'd be right. You'd be right. Oh, there was one other thing. I didn't. I did see this. Um, did you know they announced like a month for the Game of Thrones to start again? There was like Game yeah, of Thrones. April nineteenth was it? Oh, did they give oh, it? Nice. Did they give a date? It's April two thousand nineteen for sure. Oh, twenty nineteen. Yeah. So like they they did give us like a a general vicinity. They haven't given us a specific Sunday to start yet. I'm assuming it'll continue to play on Sunday nights as it has in perpetuity. But yeah, there is movement. Like they've actually said like we we're going to be done by April. I guess that's amazing. So that was wow. And the, yeah. the episodes are supposed to be longer. Yeah, they were talking about like some of them getting up to like the ninety minute range and stuff like that last year. So I yeah, there's less of them too, right? Uh, I think they were only doing this six. They did eight last year. They're doing six this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Are they just really long though? I think so. I think they're all like hour plus. Yeah, we'll have to see. Nice. Give me them movies. Yeah. Wow. They got a lot of ground to cover still, in spite of like only having a season left. So. Also, speaking of uh, speaking of Game of Thrones, did you hear about uh? Oberyn joining the uh, Star Wars universe. Oh, I did see that. He, he's going to be... Is he the lead of The Mandalorian? Is that what's, yep, what's going on? Exactly. Nice. Yeah, that's... Uh... We're going to have a Star Wars! I... Okay. You're so... Why are we... <laughs> you guys not want to have a Star Wars? We will have one. What? What are you doing? I don't... I'm not really sure what's going on right now. Uh, do you want to just move on to Geek of the Week so that we can... <laughs> episode... Continuing. Oh, all right. Move along. I guess. Star Wars. This is what happens when Tim's not here. Yeah, things just kind of like <laughs> fall apart. I'm a little stoned too, which is not, you know, conducive oh, to hosting, keeping you fuckers on track, apparently. Because Star Wars. I feel like Tim's a little bit better about just staying on track naturally. And now I've got you and Mark who are just basically not that. So. No, that's not that's not my life. That's not my style. Yeah, no, 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 no. Geek of the week. <laughs> Most dis- Geek of the week. Disjointed show ever. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> this is this is a good one. Awesome. So this is the part of the show where we tell each other the geekiest thing we did this week. So we're gonna start with Christy, who just burst my fucking eardrums. Good. So why don't you start us off, Christy? Well, it's not really like geeky geeky, but I watch Gerald's game. And it's by the same guy who did Haunting of Hill House. Oh. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a lot of the same cast. And as I was watching it, I found myself kind of geeking out and getting upset because I loved the dad in Hill House, the younger version. Okay, yeah. I thought he was, he was brilliant. You know, Elliot. Yeah. Um, and I really liked him. But in this movie, he was like a sexual predator. Oh, really? Yeah. And he used the same like voice and like loving looks that he did with his kids in Haunting of Hill House and I was like <laughs> no why are you doing it who would put you into this role oh my god and I realized that it came out before Haunting of Hill House and I was like oh no uh. this is the worst 
and I was watching it and I realized that um, I was put this is how geeky I was I was putting together like pieces I was like okay so right now in this universe he's married to his daughter when she's older from Hill House and his daughter in this universe in Gerald's game universe is his wife in Hill House. This is how she was explaining the whole movie to me the other day. <laughs> and then, like... It, it, it threw me right off. I didn't know what the hell was. I'm so fucking confused right now. What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, in The Haunting of Hill House... Yeah, no, the I... Dad, yeah. Both the dad in Haunting of Hill House and Gerald's Game. Yeah, okay, I understand that. But in Gerald's game, well, you're trying to you're trying to do like a uh, this this is the secret origin of this other show kind of thing. No, no, movie, it just right? weirded me out because oh. of the performances. Okay, interesting. So like, yeah, it upset me in a visceral way. Uh, okay. <laughs> what is this? I thought isn't this the one? Okay, I'm looking it up now. Isn't this the one where she gets stuck in bed? Like they're having some like yep. kinky game or whatever. Oh man. Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't mind being stuck in bed with Carlo Gugino, but like not dead. That kind of sucks. But anyway. He doesn't even die. He falls off the bed and terrible things happen. That's. Why did you watch? Terrible, and why did you watch this? You hate this kind of shit. I was interested. I like the director. Mm. Interesting. And you got through the whole thing? I did. Impressive. Like girl. Good. Good for you, Christy. It's, like, you're... Good. it's yeah. like we're, um, we've sensory, like, inundated you with this kind of stuff you can actually watch horror movies now because of it didn't strike yeah it didn't really strike me as a horror horror movie a horror well, it's like a thriller right like yeah it was good cool. it was good yeah. i do like i do like bruce uh bruce oh, wow bruce greenwood a lot so maybe I'll, mm. I'll sit down and watch it that's kind of cool it's a good cool. movie it's well done there's a little body horror in there at one point too and i was like Wah! but <laughs> that's i fine. watched oh yeah it is that girl okay cool nice uh mark what did you? What's the geekiest thing you've done this week? Other than playing Dragon Quest, uh, I uh, I made two Lethal Enforcer arcades into one. Holy shit! Really? I gotta go to your store, man. I guess like I've never been to your store. I gotta go. You've been like so close so many times. I know. And that's <laughs> like I go. I'm like I'm pre- I don't go to downtown Hamilton like not like constantly, but I'm down there every couple months, kind of thing for shows and stuff. I could it's just like a concert or two. Right? Yeah, I'm a little upset exactly. you've never visited. I, I just don't, I don't know why. Usually because I'm downtown and it's like the middle of the night. Like I'm going to a show that starts at nine or whatever. So I'm not like, you guys close. So it's that's it's true. interesting. Anyway, uh, that's cool though. Like how do you, like are they designed to be cross-linked like that? Or did you have to like mod it or something? No, most of them are pretty similar how they're built. But, okay. Uh, I actually had to fix up the monitor, which I just learned how to do. Oh, fancy boy. So, oh, it's, it's not even fancy, man. It's just tedious. <laughs> um. But it works. So I got this machine and it looks pretty good now, and it works really. It works perfectly now. So nice. I'm happy about that. Nice. I haven't. Uh, I haven't played one of those old light gun games in forever. I used to love that shit. We would go and spend like lots of money uh, on Clifton Hill playing like the old like House of the Dead games and stuff like that. What was the other one? The Namco one. Oh, I have, shit. Uh, oh, time. Uh, time crisis. Oh, time crisis. Yeah, it was time crisis. Yeah, with the pedal, right? Yeah, I have. Would... Uh, I have House of the Dead two at the store. Nice. Yeah, we spent a lot of money on House of the Dead two at one point. There's a uh, weird one actually. You should probably search up called Zombie Raid. I'm trying mm. to fix that guy up. Nice. I'll have to take a look. I will have to come down to the store and take a look at it at some point. Cool. So my geek of the week, basically the Spider-Man DLC came out this week, and we've been talking about. Well, Christy had platinumed it last week. I think oh, I did. I platinumed. So I, I it inspired me to go back and like see what the platinum list was and see what part of the DLC was. I played the first episode of the DLC through. Yeah, it was fine. 
but yeah, I'm not really invested. I am. Um, that kind of leads us into the meat of the episode, though. So, Christy, why don't you do that yelly thing you do? Meat of the episode. Spidery meat. Okay, good. I was going to say, I think I'm supposed to say here something about spidery meat. I think that would be what Tim would say. Yeah, he'd say something like... Uh, Gross. Arachnid meat. Yeah, arachnid meat. Or octopus or... meat, because like, he does fight an octopus eventually. Venomous meat. No, he doesn't fight... Well, no, else? no, venom's not in there. No. Rhino meat. Rhinos. Rhino and scorpions. There's Rhino. lots of stuff. Yeah, there's so many meats. Scorpion, mm-hmm. scorpion meat. What was that, Mark? Uh, nothing. Oh. All right. Yeah, <laughs> lots of meats. <laughs> So I figured because Tim's away and uh, we don't want to do like a massively long episode, we would just have a quick little discussion because we've all beat Spider-Man. I'm assuming Mark, you beat it, right? Yep. Nice. Yeah, yeah I beat it uh, three weeks ago. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's been a while. But yeah, He just uh, didn't platinum it like we did. Well, that was the weird thing about the game because it was like an accidental platinum for me. Like, mm. remember we were talking about it and I was like, yeah, I had like two things that I had to do to get the platinum and it was like the pay respects at Uncle Ben's grave and like... I think I had to finish one of those lab games or something like that. And that was basically what I had to finish. That's what happened to me, too, because um, you couldn't actually 100% the um, lab until the end of the game. It wouldn't give you the trophy. So, yeah. So, like, Christy and I platinum Spider-Man. So, we figured we'd have a little talk about Spider-Man because Tim's not here and... He doesn't play video games. He doesn't play video games. Baffling, but okay. So, yeah. I don't really have any specific questions, but like, what did you guys like about Spider-Man? What do we uh... start with overall impressions? Yeah, start with overall impressions. What did you guys think? Oh, oh, this is amazing. Like, it was one of the best games I played all year. Um, yeah. Play control is perfect. Felt like you're Spider-Man swinging around the city. All the variations of web that you could use was like, it was fun. Like all the gadgets and all that stuff that you would expect, yeah. right? Even like the stealth aspect where you could like take out a guy from a pole and move on to the next guy and and no one knows why. I never got tired of that. Uh, I never. I, that's one of those. That's one of those things that like they 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 stole and improved on like from the Arkham games that I like. I loved them in that those games, and now they give you spider powers to do even more of that kind of stuff. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I'm so happy yeah. with the way this works because I get to sneak around and be creepy Spider Man, which is my favorite Spider Man. Creepy Spider Man. <laughs> Did you use the uh, noir costume? I would use it to sneak around like when I needed the stealth boost. But for the most part, I was like, I was, I guess you could just ask like what the suit, like what's your suit of choice? Mine was uh, Iron Spider, like the MCU Iron Spider. I love that suit. Yeah, I use that one the most too. Yeah, I bombed around most of the game in that one. I liked the advanced suit, but a lot of white didn't really, doesn't really do much for me. So I was like, give me the, I like, I would go back to the classic one or the, um, the Iron Spider a lot. Actually, the, um, the classic one that with the, uh, the cartoon look was great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was fun. That was fun for just taking screenshots, though, because just like doing goofy things is like cartoon Spider-Man. So I um, I'm trying to remember which one I used. It was. Oh, I used the Stark suit. Oh, yeah. Like the original like homecoming suit. Mm hmm. Yeah, I used that. I really like too. Yeah, it was good. I liked the um, the way that it it looked when you were moving like it didn't quite look like it was a totally synthetic material or it was a synthetic material. I don't know. I thought it it looked like. It looked like real fabric on skin, which was mm-hmm. kind of neat. Like some of the suits looked a little plasticky, but like that one looked like he was wearing an actual like kind of like threaded suit or whatever. So yeah. it, was, it was pretty cool. That was one thing I really loved about the load screens was how close you could get and how you could see like the fibers. I didn't even like 
notice how good you get closer you get on the load. You can get really close on the load screens on a standard PlayStation 4 because they don't load as fast as the pros do. So when I flipped machines, I was like, wow, these are, first of all, it takes a long time to load. And second of all, you can yeah. get real fucking close while you're sitting here yep. holding that arse, like the right stick up. So so what else did you guys like? We were talking about, what did we talk about? We were talking about the the guy who played Peter Parker in particular. Oh, so we yes. were talking about performances Great. and stuff like that. The voice acting in this version was so good. And to me that, like, Mark Mark Prime and I were talking online and we were saying that this was starting to become the voice of Peter. Yeah, like, I have the voice in my head that I hear when I read the books now. So, like, I've got, like, I get Kevin Conroy's voice when I read Batman. I get Mark Hamill's voice when I read Joker. I'm starting to get mm-hmm. Charlie Cox when I read Daredevil. And uh, now I'm starting to get, uh, I need to look up his name because, God damn it, I didn't have that tab open. <laughs> But yeah, no, I I know. And overall, like just the caliber of the voice acting, he really he really endowed Peter in that Peter is still kind of a nerd, but he's also not like as meek as Toby Maguire kind of played him in the first installment yeah. of Spider-Man, but he's not as cool as Andrew Garfield played him in The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. So like I like that he's pretty much an older Tom Holland. Yeah, ostensibly, that is kind of the voice he had. He, to me, sounded like what I expected. I expect comic book Peter Parker to sound like. Like, he'd had enough experience and, like, but was still kind of young. Like, he wasn't, like, because now we're getting into the, the point where um, the Spider-Verse movie is coming out. Like, that comes out in a couple yep. weeks, I believe. And that they'll have that older Peter Parker who looks like he's, like, in his mid-30s kind of thing. This is obviously not that far down the road. Like, he's not grizzled, angry Peter Parker. Like... <laughs> He's just still kind of like. Does that happen? Oh yeah, he gets. I mean, you like doing that every night wears you down. I imagine so. Like in like in the six one six, you never really ever get to that point because if he got to that point in the Marvel universe, he would join the Avengers. Like you would, he's powerful enough that they would just be like, yeah, join the Avengers. Like we'll take care of the problems. It doesn't make any sense to get that far down the road. So it's all comic books. Comic book's all second act, right? Like, you never get to, like, the, oh, God, I don't want to do Spider-Man anymore because there's no point to it because you have to roll back, roll that back and get back to status quo. So, either way. True. I found his voice. It's Yuri Lowenthal was the guy's name. Yeah, I thought he was a great Peter. I liked who they had for Miles. I liked Mary yeah. Jane. I liked... I thought that they had a great... Uh... Oh... What's her name? Aunt May. <laughs> The guy who did J.K. Simmons, or not J.K. Simmons, who did Jonah Jameson. Um, J- oh, he was great. J. Joma Jameson was fantastic. Yeah, I like that. That was one of my favorite ways of like adding that because like he's a tricky character to add into this kind of game too. And that's but it's a character that like is so ubiquitous to like Spider-Man's world. Like not having him there would feel weird. So it's like, how do you integrate it? How do you integrate it? And like the podcast is like the perfect fucking way to integrate it. Like I was so I was laughing so hard when I like the first one popped up. I was like, this is great. Like, who had this idea? That's a genius idea to integrate J. Jonah Jameson's bullshit into the game. Yeah, like, 100%. It was just a really, in general, it, it felt like you were watching a Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. I actually quite enjoyed and... it. I probably enjoyed the story of this as much as I've enjoyed, like, better than I enjoyed any of the pre-Homecoming movies anyway. That's like, it, I found this to be mm-hmm. a much more concise story. Like, it was a better written story than what was, like, well, we got in those those Raimi movies or whatever. They're also so. t- able to take a little bit more liberties with, with the video games too, right? Because like Miles uh-huh. is supposed to be in a different universe, especially having another yeah. Spider-Man. Too many Spider-Man. <laughs> I do like the way they set up his powers. Like he, it still yep. made sense. Like it tracked 
properly for me. I was like, that's okay. Like, it's not it his exact, like, comic book origin, but, like, I don't need it to be his exact comic book origin. I'm just happy that they brought Miles in. Yep. And, like, I that may be how his origin is now retconned to actually have happened in-universe. I don't know. Because, like, I know they've reintroduced... Like, he is in the, the prime Marvel universe now, but, like, he jumped ship. Yep. But I'm sure they've, like, given him a past in this universe kind of thing. And I maybe this is the story, and I don't know. Interesting. But probably not, actually, even because, like, most of this diverges pretty wildly from the comic book stuff. Like, Norman Osborn being the mayor of New York is not a story that I remember happening no. ever. So I was into that. I was into the whole thing with Harry being sick and becoming Venom. Yeah. That's, well, like, they don't know. Spoilers. But yeah. I assume one of them's got to become, like, he's got to become the goblin. One of them's got to become the goblin at some point. I need to have a goblin fight in the sequel of this game. I can see Norman. Yeah, Norman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Norman absolutely is going to happen. I'd just be disappointed if they like they wanted to like deviate so far from the normal Venom that we don't get like an Eddie Brock ever or anything like that. So, mm. I do like the idea of Harry being Venom. It makes everything kind of tie together more tightly. But well, you got to wonder if they'll kill MJ. Uh I mean, probably. It is a video game. They tend to you know kill everybody if they can get away with it. That was so powerful when they killed. Actually, that was one thing I really liked about it. The relationships felt really, really, really fleshed out. Mm -hmm. Peter and Doc. Oh, that was great. God, that scene when he's like screaming at him like, I, um, what was he saying? Like, um, like I believed in you. I like adored I, you. Yeah. And like I, I idolized yeah, you like, basically. Yeah. I idolized you. Yeah. And he's just like screaming at him like, you did this. Like this is and when Doc is trying to like persuade him at the end and he's like, don't, they'll take my arms and he's trying to appease like. Peter's humanity and you just see Peter have to make this horrifying decision and then go like while he's you know in grief about Doc he goes to see his aunt die because he can't give her the cure that's currently in his hand yeah yeah that was like the most Spider-Man moment that has ever Spider-Man like that is the <laughs> ultimate Spider-Man moment basically it's like Ugh. watching his like Watching his aunt die, even though he has the cure in his hands, knowing that he needs the cure to like save the city, yeah. is the most Spider-Man thing that can possibly ever happen in the Spider-Man thing. So killed me. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's what a good Spider-Man supposed like good Spider-Man story is supposed to do is uh, break your heart because that's yeah. what the character does. Oh, it was so good though. He, I just overall, it was one of the stronger games next to God of War. I think as a contender for Game of the Year for this year. So Question. Like God of War is gonna get it. Yeah, God of War was a masterpiece. But, yeah, but yeah, Spider Man's probably a, a a second slash third. I don't know. Well, I mean, we've got. Oh wait, Red Dead. Red, I haven't tried Red yeah, Dead yet. Red Dead Horizon came out this year too. Horizon so there's year. that. No, Horizon was last year. Was Horizon last year? I thought it was in the Horizon Zero Dawn. I think it was yeah. the expansion. Oh no, you're right. No, 2017. You're right. The expansion came out this year. Sorry, I thought it was like the I'm uh yeah, I don't know what year I'm in anymore. Getting your years crossed. Yep, basically. But yeah, I think, I mean, like, God of War, that was, like, tens across the board. So, I mean, it's kind of hard to be, like, argue with God of War at this point. Like, that was a masterpiece in game making. So, I'll, I would take second place gladly to God of War, which I guess Red Dead's going to get to do because, um, yeah, that looks like it's a pretty solid game. But, I mean, like, if you're talking about, and you can't even say PlayStation exclusive because God of War is a PlayStation exclusive. So, there you go. Side note, I'm just looking at Yuri's like his IMDb page mm -hmm. and my mark he starred in the sequel to the Swan Princess god that's awful <laughs> what's the Swan Princess no don't don't do it 
Oh, it is no. one of the best, worst cartoons from the 90s. I'd say wow. scratch out best and just put worst. <laughs> but like he plays the lead like guy in this movie and I'm like, ah, the swan prince. I know what I'm going to look it up because I'm curious. Oh, now. God, it's, it's so it there's bad? been so many iterations of it and he's been in so many of them. Ah, no, just the one. Never mind. Just the one. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember so. these. These were like like the super budge like. Yeah. Uh, Super low budget Don Bluthy. Yeah, like animated movies. I totally remember these. Okay, so he was he did a voice in I one know. of them. That makes. I mean, like you got to start somewhere. Yeah, that's true. Would you say no? This was in 20, 2018, guys. Sorry, this is twenty eighteen. Hey, you got to pay the bills, <laughs> motherfuckers. I mean, he wasn't Spider Man until whenever he got hired to do Spider Man. So who was he before Spider Man? Yeah, he was dude from that movie that whatever it was called. I've already forgotten what the name of it was. He's been doing voice acting since nineteen ninety one. Oh shit! What's this fucking guy? <laughs> 1971. Oh, he's 10 years older than I am. All right. Fair enough. Totally fooled me. I would have thought he was like his 20s. He's almost 50? Yeah. 71 would be like 46. It's 47. No. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because we're 80. Wow. Like I'm 81 and I, I turned 37 like a, two weeks ago. I love that this guy played Peter though. Like that's good. He's got some like chops, some experience chops to draw from. I'm impressed because he sounded so young. I would not have pegged him to be like that yeah. much older. He sounded like he was in his 20s or something like that. I never got any inkling that he was an older guy. I just thought oh yeah, he must be like maybe like 30 kind of thing and just able to play down. And but he did a really good job. This is cool too. The person who played Mary Jane plays Nadine Ross in Uncharted. Yeah. The Laura Bailey? Yeah. Wow. And she's going to be in The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. I think she's the... Uh, she played Black Widow. Yeah. I think she's the light, the love interest in The Last of Us Part 2. I think she plays that other girl that we saw in the trailer. I think that's what her... Yeah. She's uh, also Gwen Stacy in Spider-Man TV series from 2017 2018. Mm-hmm. I remember that being like a thing people were talking about. They're like, oh, she gets to play both because she's going to be MJ now. Well, people were pissed at her because she played a black character. Yep. Yeah, there was controversy. Ross is, is black. I remember that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, obviously, there was a Stan Lee cameo. I'm assuming we all saw. In Spider-Man, yep. In Spider-Man, the PS4 game. Yeah, I watched it. We watched it last night. Did you not see it while you were playing the game? It played as part of the... No, no, we did. Yeah, it's in the it's in the main yeah. canon of the game. But it was just like a memento. Yeah, we rewatched it yesterday. Yeah, it was a nice... I, I like that. That was a an eerily good model too like that was very spot on so mm-hmm. it's probably like the best model in the game actually when i was sitting there looking i'm like wow that's re- like a lot like stan like it's a very good stan yeah somebody should use that refine it a little bit more and just make him stay in the movies all the time so he's still around I played martin lee in the spider-man game he was great too as uh um god damn it mr negative side note the guy who played miles was also sam in the last of us the young boy oh was he really hit. that's cool why can i not like everybody else's name is listed here but then it says Mr. Negative and nothing. Really? Martin yeah. Lee. There it is. Stephen O'Young was the guy's That's name. familiar. I don't, there's no, oh, he doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Oh, he was in Runaways. He was one of the dads in Runaways. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those moments when you see someone in their mocap is so good and you're like, how do I know you? I didn't hear any of what you just said. You know, when like you, you're watching a game. Oh, he wasn't one of the dads in Runaways. He mm-hmm. was Mitch. I'm not sure what that was. But anyway, um, no, when like. A mocap is so spot on, and you're like watching it through the video game, and you're like, "Wait, I know that actor." It was the same thing happened to me with with Aunt May. I was like, "What? How do I know her?" And then Mark and I literally saw like a picture of the actress in another movie, 
We were like, oh, oh okay. it's her. I always have that with some voice actors, but it, nobody in this game really like caught my ear as like somebody that I recognized from anywhere else. So they didn't use any like mm-hmm. big names. Oh, Dwight Schultz was the vulture. That's kind of cool. A little E-team action right there. Good times. That was um, mm-hmm. Lieutenant Barkley from TNG. Was the guy that is Dwight Schultz. That's the guy. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, I didn't know he was doing voice work. Oh, what? my God. The guy who played Otto was Morden from the Mass Effect series. Oh, no. Well, we lost Christy. So, uh, Mark, um, what did you have problems with in the movie or in the game? I don't know what we're talking about anymore. She's lost me. She's wailing into my ears. <laughs> so I figure we may as well just move into gripes and just like, did you have any problems with what you were playing while we were doing it? We'll just do this dance robot um, dance review style. My, I had like little things that are like finicky things that kind of took the game down a notch for me a little bit here and there, but nothing, nothing crazy. Are you okay? Are you gonna like? Are you still with us? This episode is gonna be a disaster zone. Yeah. It's fine. All right. It's fine. Remember, remember that scene when Morden dies? <laughs> you dick. <laughs> is she crying like for real? Crying? No. Oh. No. <laughs> um. So, grievances with the game. I wish there's a, a few more moves that you could do, like when you're swinging. Yeah. Um. But that's really small. Mo- most of the stuff that I could uh, think about would be small, anyways. The character models were off sometimes. They're, they they looked a little weird. I don't know if it was the mocap or or what, but some people just creeped me out in the game. Like some of the people on the street, or like the real, like the yeah. actual like character player like and models. Actual character models, but none of the main cast. Most of them were pretty good. Mm. Uh, Peter got looked a little weird sometimes, but yeah, you're spending a lot of time staring at that model, though. So you're eventually gonna you're gonna see the flaws way faster in that one because it's basically on screen. Anytime he's not in that Spider-Man suit, yeah, he's on screen, and you're just gonna see that model all over the place. So yeah, I wish there was a little bit of action as Peter. Like I like that scene when he was in in Lee's office. Oh, okay. You want him to, like be investigating kind of more like yeah, side story stuff. Interesting. Yeah, side story stuff where it's just him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because like some of the side story stuff they did, like I didn't overly care for like playing as MJ and Miles. And like my biggest beef with the DLC this weekend, I'm like I'm playing like a, like three hours of DLC, and they forced me into like a fifteen or twenty minute MJ sequence. And I'm like I didn't I didn't download more of this game to do more of this shit. No, I think that's fair. And the same with the challenges, like. We bemoaned the challenges like a million times on the show while we were both trying to get like those last set of them. Yeah. Remember the drone challenge we were talking about, Christy? Christy's looking at me like she doesn't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Those are the worst. Uh, that was the yeah. worst. Well, yeah. they've added more. So, like, there's now they're using the screwball character to challenge you. And it's just like, so you're doing these dumb challenges and then you're adding on to the fact that she's screaming at you the whole time. I'm like, this, it's like they hate us. It's like they hate us now. Like, I don't know what happened. Yeah, no, that was my gripe, was that some of the challenges were, mm-hmm. like, I get making them difficult, but when they have to be to a T perfection for something that includes jumping and swinging and actual gravity forces working on you in different ways, you know, like, even if you make one wrong move, like, you're fucked. Yeah, and also, like, the controls, that was when I found, like, I had, I had problems with the controls, is when I had to do something, like, fine-tuned, I was like, mm-hmm. this sucks, like, I can't. Like, oh, I got to get to this one point. I'm like, I, it's impossible to just like finally land in like the right spot. Whereas like if you're just like get across the city in like the fastest way possible. Great. Fine. Because you're just 
Yeah, that's fine. Trailblazing. But as soon as it's like, hey, you got to land in this little spot here to, to trigger this thing. It's like, well, I'm going to jump over that six yeah. times before I hit it because these controls mm-hmm. are just like a little unwieldy if you're trying to do small motions kind of thing. That was one of my gripes was that as good as it was, sometimes your swinging was really all over the place. Yeah. Like when you were chasing cars or something. Yeah. It would just, I don't know. I don't know if it was a glitch or not, but a few times when I was trying to swing, it would like drop me. Okay. I have, like, uh, I have a screenshot from when I was ripping through the DLC. I really should post it somewhere where like I was doing one of those stop the car missions and the guy, instead of getting, <laughs> when I flung, when you, cause when you fling the guy out of the car or whatever, he got stuck in the car's like framework, like the <laughs> game glitched. And like, so when the car crack, like the car comes to a stop and like kind of rolls or whatever. Yeah. I just looked like I had like a corpse dangling out of the trunk the whole time. Oh, fuck. And I hit a, like I hit a pedestrian and did some weird mangly thing to them. So like underneath the car, there was a mangled pedestrian and hanging half out of the chassis of the car is another mangled pedestrian. And I was like, oh my God. Wow. This is a horror show. That's like just the game glitching, but it was still like, wow, this is unpleasant to look at. And I kind (laughs) of caused it. Peter's just waving at everybody around. (laughs) Well, that's the thing, too. I'm giving finger guns to people. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> oh, boy. That's so funny. That was a... Yeah. I do... Like, I enjoyed that part of the game, was you just... Like, if you're wandering down the street, you can give the finger guns, and everybody reacts to Spider-Man walking down the street. Oh, like, great. they're super excited to see Spider-Man. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that part. I liked it when random people would, like, come up to you and attack you, too, or, like, try to high-five you. You never knew. Yeah. I high-fived them all. I mean, basically, you're going to take anybody yeah. on the street, so, like, why not? Good times. The other thing that I kind of had a gripe with, it was the only real thing with the story that I was like, meh, was the leader of the bounty hunter guys. The Taskmaster? What were they called? No. Oh, Silver Sable, like the Sable people. Silver, yeah. That was a weak storyline. Well, they just kind of let it go. I feel like they're going to bring her back in the sequel because she just kind of like walks away. And I was like, well, that's kind of, that feels really weird. That's what I meant. Like, I just felt like it was kind of, like her being like, you've taught me something. I was like, you talked one time. Uh, she's in a little bit like she's in like as part of the she's like a support character through the whole Norman arc or Norman Osborne are part of the story. But like she doesn't really do mm-hmm. a ton. No. So, yeah, I mean, it was kind of cool seeing it was just nice that they actually brought as opposed to casting a new person. Like they brought somebody from the Marvel Universe in to do that. Like Silver Sable a, a long established mm-hmm. Spider-Man character and stuff like that. So I was like, if you're going to pull somebody in. It was cool that they brought Silver Sable in. And they did that a lot where there, there was just like an opportunity to bring like the appropriate person in. And they kind of did. There's also obviously like we have the Avengers Tower, but no Avengers kind of thing, which is always one of those like frustrating things to me. But still, it is pretty cool to be able to like climb to the top of the Avengers Tower. That's one um, thing I really enjoyed. Yeah, like that was uh, rad. With, with the game was all the different Marvel, the like, like the, the Marvel locations where they had the, the, the photography challenges. Yeah, the Easter eggs. Yeah. Because they did, mm-hmm. like, both. Yeah. the secret ones and, like, the main ones and stuff like that. But it was cool, like, because they drag you past. I'm not sure if we talked about it at, before, but, like, you do get to, like, there is a, a challenge to take a picture of Alias Investigations. You can walk past uh, Murdoch and Nelson's offices. Yeah, the bar that... Uh, um, Josie's bar is in there, too, as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Avengers Tower is obviously there. You can walk past or swing past Sanctum Sanctorum as well. Like, that's almost the first thing you, they kind of Marvel show you. As you're playing the game, you, yep. you're basically forced yeah. to swing right by it in the earliest part of the game. So you get to see that early on, which is cool. I mean, you can't go in it, but eh, what are you going to do? Yeah. And then there's little hints, like there's Punisher art on the walls and stuff like that here and there. Like all the graffiti and stuff that hints to the other characters too. Like there's Captain America shields kind of hidden around the spots and 
it was very cool like obviously they were limited in what they could like actually put in like they couldn't actually have the characters in there but like they would hint to the the wider universe which was i mean enough for me i guess at this point maybe they can do a little yeah. crossover stuff next time maybe we can have a daredevil crossover in the next step in the next game please please marvel <laughs> they're just seeing if he cool. comes if he's as popular as they all hoped what's that spider-man or daredevil no daredevil yeah i'm hoping we're hoping let's come on do some more daredevil stuff anyway <laughs> but yeah what do you think about this like so like what else do we have to talk about we talked about control story game i can't think of anything else we talked about easter eggs we talked about stan god damn really cut through the game it's not bad i don't know i what do you think about the ending um like seriously what do you think i'm trying to remember the ending now actually it's been a while since i actually sat through the ending what happened at the end I mean, obviously he fights Otto, which I liked. Like that was, I, I, the boss fight was great. That was actually one of the things I did like about this game. They took enough time and made the boss fights feel like actual boss fights. They may not have been like insanely challenging. Like I'm thinking about the Rhino Scorpion one, where I was like, "This is kind of a cakewalk because you're kind of you're pretty powerful by that point." Yeah, that's true. Otto was a walk for me. Yeah, by the end of the game, like some of the bosses were a walk, which is kind of the danger of one of these like open world Metroidvania style kind of games. Like if you kind of go out of your way to power yourself up, by the time you get to end game, like unless they scale it artificially, it's going to be pretty easy for you to just like pound your way through whatever. Which for some people is good. Like I don't mind a boss fight not being like something that makes me do it fourteen times. But yeah, yeah. Now I like that. I kind of like that's one of my favorite. Like the power fantasy of playing a game like that is always kind of like what I like. Like it's the reason why I'm currently on my sixth playthrough of Castlevania Symphony of the Night since that re-release has come out. <laughs> because by the end, like I mean, that game's so broken that by like a tenth of the way through, you can be basically a god. But like Spider-Man was definitely by the end, you were like you were like the ultimate Spider-Man, and like no pun intended, you were pretty powerful. And like some of the gadgets, you could stop fights before fights started in a lot of instances with some of the, the weapons they yeah. give you by like midway through the game. Mm-hmm. So made those combat challenges nice and easy though. though that web blossom. It's like, Hey, it's like tie up 40 guys at one shot. Guess what? Fight's over. So yep. there was that. It's true. Just be stealthy for like 10 minutes yeah, and you're done. Pretty much. But I liked, I liked the ending. What I was more talking about. What did you think about? I should have specified this. The, like end credity kind of things that Marvel always. Oh, does. like Miles getting like my, the, him finding out Miles had his yeah. powers. Miles and uh, Norman. I mean, I like the I, I like the I always like I'm the big fan of the Miles character. Um, I was I was reading Ultimate Spider-Man for ever, so when that character got introduced, I was basically still subscribed to that book. So seeing Miles in any media makes me happy, but especially getting a nice prominent role like alongside Peter, and I like the fact like. The first thing everybody says is like, oh, they're going to kill Peter and have Miles replace him. And I'm like, maybe they will. But like, just enjoy them being together. Like, it's a cool, like, you don't get to see that. It's a different relationship than your like your average, like superhero, like sidekick relationship, because it's more of like a mentor mentee relationship than like Batman and Robin would traditionally be looked at or like Captain and Bucky kind of like in the past would have been looked at. It's more like they're both super powered guys and like one of them is just using the other to figure out how to like be good at that kind of thing. Which is different from how Miles comes to be like Spider-Man in the comics where like that Peter Parker had died and that's what inspires him to become Spider-Man. Not Oh really? Yeah, that they're friends or whatever. Yeah, Ultimate Spider-Man. You should read it. It's a long arc. Like it's two hundred issues worth of books, but it's like one of the best Spider-Man yeah. uh stories yeah, ever. Really so and like a lot of what this game and the MCU have been drawing in as influences comes from those ultimate books. And like Ultimate Spider-Man was very much the center hub of the Ultimate Universe for a long time. So Good times. Fun book. 
True. Two hundred issues is though that's a that's a novel. That's uh it'll be four hundred and forty pages of art to look through for something like that. No, uh four thousand four hundred pages of art to look through. That's more than four hundred. Yeah. Uh so well twenty two pages and two hundred for it's not bad. The last real comic run I did was the fables. Mm. Um Vertigo. Yeah. And I got to about one fifty and was like, woof. Oh really? I did like 50 issues of Daredevil on that last, like while we were traveling and stuff like that, like between Seattle and the Atlanta flights and stuff. I did, like just read mm-hmm. hundreds of issues of Daredevil on that run. So I, I can totally sit down and do that at any point. But yeah, you got to kind of want to do it. So there's that. What else do you want to talk about? What else we got to talk about here? Well, you talked about the comics for Ultimate Spider-Man. Did you ever play the game, though? I did. Yeah, uh, I actually like I'm a Spider-Man game like aficionado. I always kind of pick them up, especially yeah. like the 3D ones when they like those ones uh so like amazing spider-man 2 yes um and the and ultimate spider-man they came out pretty close together and they had a very similar web mechanic which i liked a lot like that's still i mean it's dated now i went back and played ultimate spider-man not too long ago because i don't know it showed up on something i don't remember i think i still have the game disc and it plays on my playstation 3 or something like that okay and i was fiddling with it and i was like oh this does not play as well as i remember it playing but you know Whatever. No, I really, still fun. Really enjoyed uh, Spider-Man Two on the original Xbox. Yeah, that was that was cross-platform. I think I think I played it on GameCube. Yep. And there was a PS2 version too. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was a fun game. That that was the game that like everybody wanted the swing mechanics back from. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and that's what this one uh, felt uh, a lot like. Like it felt like it it was back almost to Spider-Man Two, but better. Yeah. It was much more dynamic too. Like they just they really animated him more. Like the Spider Man two animation was good. Like it was fluid, but like he wasn't doing this crazy Spider Man stuff. Whereas this game kind of half animated it so that he was doing the the Spider Man like splits and splays and moves and like crouching up and whatever as he was bouncing around. So which he didn't really do in that unless you kind of forced him to. So But there was a lack of Bruce Campbell. There was a distinct lack of Bruce Campbell. I do remember, like, having to... What is it? What did he make you do? It was, like, the trophies for that game. You had to run around the city collecting things, and he would, like, talk shit at well, you the is, whole time. He was the narrator all the way through, right? Like, it, when you're doing the... Two- oh, that's right. He was the narrator. At the beginning, he's he's calling you a dumbass and stuff. Like, it's yeah. fantastic. The world needs more Bruce Campbell. And, like, there's lots of Bruce Campbell out there, but there there's never enough Bruce Campbell, so... No, you can always have more. It's like it's like Jello. Yeah, always, always. Always room for Jello. That, again, we've made that joke twice in like three weeks, and uh, that age, that joke has not aged well. <laughs> most most references to Cosby have not aged well at all. No, no. Awesome. I'm but yeah, packed. what do you got? What do you guys got left? We can just call it. Like, want to call it? It's a forty-five minute episode. Woo! Forty-five minute episode. I'll take it. These are be done and edited, and I can post them before I leave. Mm-hmm. So, you want to do like final thoughts, yeah. and then we'll get out of here. I think the thing to remember about games like this and with Spider-Man and and everything is that when it's a really enjoyable experience you can talk to death the stuff that you really really loved but you don't know until you go and play it how good it is yeah so like we could talk about it till we're blue in the face or we could just say these are the reasons why you should play it so just go play it yep because between the story that's unique fighting style that they've borrowed and improved from arkham the like way you can actually swing through and see a marvel version of new york like it's just great it's just a great game yep agreed it's a fun it takes a lot usually for video games to grab me and like as we've talked about i'm the ultimate like i will buy it play it for like five hours and then never fucking touch it again there was no way that was going to happen with this game but like the game sunk its hooks into me like almost immediately like as soon as you dive out that window at the opening and you take control 
and like you just feel like the the momentum of him swinging i was like well i know what my life's gonna be like for the next i'm hoping 40 hours i hope this game lasts 40 it was more like 20 i think total to like completely clear it out but yeah yeah it was still it was well worth those 20 hours like i love that story it was one of my favorite spider-man stories now and like i again like this yuri guy is he is becoming the spider-man voice in my head which is I don't know if that's like how to say, like what to say exactly about that and that it's not nothing kind of thing. Like that's not faint praise. Like mm-hmm. that means something if I liked your performance that much and it's affecting the way I read Spider-Man comics because I read a lot of fucking Spider-Man comics, guys. And uh, that means I'm hearing his voice in my head a lot. So yeah, he did a really good job. What about you, Mark? Oh, final thoughts on the Spider-Man game? Yeah. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, it was just everything about it was fantastic. Like, you're right. First thing, you know, right off the bat when you're out the door, you just feel like Spider-Man right away. And you just sort of get lost in this world again. But yeah, everything about it was incredible. Like music, um, the sound, uh, everything about it just was perfect Spider-Man experience. And uh, yeah, I think it's been more enjoyable than the uh, uh, the last few Spider- Like Homecoming was good and all, but yeah, I think this was probably one of the better told stories for spider-man in a long time on a on a, on a medium like this so yeah it's cool seeing also like seeing and especially going back to talking about stanley but like the just how wide a net that these characters have cast kind of thing yeah. and that you can mm-hmm. take spider-man or i mean batman too but like whatever they can take spider-man or any of these characters and like apply him to like he works great in movies if you do it right he works awesome in comics if you do it right like Obviously, there's a cartoon. There's always a Spider-Man cartoon on the air somewhere. Like, there's always a Spider-Man cartoon on. And obviously, they figured out now how to translate that to video games, and it's awesome. So hopefully, they make a fuck ton of these games because I need at least two more. And I enjoy that they're kind of like closed hours. Like, you could spend, even though it's Mm open-worldy, it's still like, it's a 45, 50-hour game. I don't even, yeah, I don't even think it's that. Like, I mean, we, we talked, we flattened a bit. I wiped the game out. And like, I, if I, if I was in there for 30 hours total, I'm, I would be surprised. So it's mm-hmm. not like a huge, huge time investment. It's not like yeah. Christy's trying to get me to play The Witcher, which is going to last 200 hours or something like that. So that's a great game, but it's a time sink. Yeah. Which I dread usually, unless I'm like into it. So it's why I haven't, like, I booted up Red Dead. And like mm-hmm. fiddled with it, and I'm like, I can't. I just my brain can't handle 200 hours of this right now. Like, I can't sit down and do this. So I'm just like, I'm gonna play Symphony of the Night again, or continue to chop away at Rondo of Blood because holy shit, that game's way harder than I gave it credit for. So Rondo's a tough game. Yeah, yeah. And my my old school Castlevania skills are rusty as fuck. So <laughs> yeah, getting I'm oh. getting the levels are just like slow. I'm like I'm slowly like it's it's like old school like learn the pattern kind of thing. And I'm like, I forgot how to do this. Like, it's like a skill that I used to have. I used to be good at that kind of thing. Like figure <laughs> out how to beat 16 bit kind of like that churn of a game. And now I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like I always, <laughs> apparently I'm the guy who will like find an exploit in the game and just use that to beat it. Like that's how I play games now. So oh, God. yeah. But yeah. Did you, that's... did you watch the, uh, quickly, did you watch the Netflix series? Of Castlevania? Oh, yeah, I was all over it. Yeah, I'm... Uh... Episode 7, Season 2? Yeah. This was Episode 7, oh. Season 2. Oh, the f- oh yeah, when yeah. Like, he walked... Fight in the castle. When they do the fight in the actual Castlevania, he's like Vampire Hunter plays or whatever in the background. Or yeah. uh, uh, Bloody Tears. Bloody yeah. Tears, that's it, yeah. Bloody Tears plays on. I was like, that's fucking awesome. I was super happy with that, because like, I like the guy who plays Alucard was Garrus on Battlestar Galactica. It's uh, James Callis, is the, the actor's name? Yep. 
He does this awesome job playing Alucard. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's no. Uh, yeah, did a great job. What's the guy's name? Robert Robert something. Who did the the voice in the original game? That's the only problem I have. Have you played the re-release yet? I know you're a big Symphony of the Night fan too. Uh, I won't play it because I know that they redid the <laughs> the, the voices. Uh, yeah, the voices and the uh, and and the uh, translation, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a different and script. I love that cheesy that cheesy moment in the, I know. the beginning of the game. I know. Uh, I've played it like I played through it a bunch of times, and I'm like every time it gets to a, a cut like a dialogue cutscene, I'm like, yeah, it's not the fucking same. I need to boot up my uh, get the PS3 out and like boot that up because i got the ps1 classics version on there and just like play through it that way so i can get the old the old voice acting because that there there is a certain charm to that old voice acting well, but do you have a do you have it on xbox live at all i do yeah one? yeah uh you have an xbox one yeah oh yeah i think it's backwards compatible man it probably is yeah yeah and apparently that's the, the better version to play is it nice i'll to uh i'll take a look i just don't well actually the xbox one controller is actually not terrible for a d-pad i used to hate 360 d-pad that's why i don't think i like that version that's initially. Fair. cool so do you want to do geek cred this week christy or uh what do you yeah, want to do? let's let's do geek cred all right let's do geek cred so we're going to recommend you some stuff for this week so we're going to start with christy because it's her segment and i like making her do things like that <laughs> my geek cred this week would be to go read a graphic novel called blankets have you guys heard okay. of blankets I have actually heard of Blankets. Um, I've never read it because the person who recommended it to me, uh, I loathe on a level that I can't actually put into words properly. What? Why? I just hated (laughs) the guy. Like, I fucking hated this guy. Like, he was the worst human being I've ever met in my life. Well, second worst human being I've ever met in my life. So, Well, Blankets is written by Craig Thompson. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've heard it's it's great. Like, it's just I have this weird thing with this guy. And I'm like, no. no." Yeah. Well, it's okay. Um, I really liked it because I found a lot of parallels in it to some of my own upbringing because it's about a boy. Well, not a boy. It's about a man and his his coming of age story. And he grew up in this like evangelical church. Oh, I was going to say up until you said all the evangelical church part. I'm like, I don't see how this applies because I don't (laughs) remember you growing up. Like you've never told me you grew up as a man before. So and it was no, no. But it wasn't even the, it wasn't the evangelical, like my church was not very intense because my dad mm. was the pastor and he's very forward thinking. But the, uh, the whole thing about kind of feeling repressed by, you know, God and the spirit and everything, but it's not actually about that. It's about how he breaks away when he finds this, this woman that he falls in love with, this, you know, uh, young woman. And it's this, it's this beautiful, beautiful story of their blossoming relationship, but like you see it through the rose tinted glasses and then it evolves into this very real very very sad and beautiful story like it it moved me in a lot of really lovely ways and it's craig thompson's own story it's like an auto it's a biographical graphic novel cool okay. it's nice. a beautiful read and if you have the time like it's a sit down for an afternoon it's all black and white but like you really want to take in the details cuz i blew through it so i need to read it again but that was a couple of years ago, but I just, uh, I've been looking at it on my shelf and want to pick it up again. Cause it's just, it's, I remember it being just so moving and powerful. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mark, recommend oh. us something. Uh, if you, if you, haven't, what, if you haven't watched it yet, watch the flash. Uh, it is a fun superhero show. It's downright stupid at times, but the cast is really enjoyable. I've, I, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I have to stop watching it because the dumb has gotten like in my way. Of it gets really shit, dumb. So there's, I've kind of stepped away. There's too many. Um, the Flash. You know, there, there's too many like uh, what I call uh, um, fuck. Um, Mark, this is a children's show. Uh, yeah, I know, man. Like we don't, we can't. I gotta bleep all this shit out now. Like God, fucking damn it, Mark. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Yeah, um, you really are. But like a full house episode moment where you know the two of them are just talking like the, the you know the two friends and and how important yeah. it is there's too much of that every once in a while yeah yeah, yeah. But otherwise it's pretty fun and when there is some action it's pretty decent considering it's tv yeah uh yeah, yeah. watch flash yes i know i'm excited for the uh the crossover this year looks like it's gonna be cool as shit i'm always like i even if i stop watching all those shows which i'll never do because legends of tomorrow is ridiculously fun yeah i will always watch the crossovers because they're usually like a blast to watch. And I think this year's got like, it's got Batwoman and Superman in it. So I'm like, give me this episode. That's awesome. That's, sign me up. Yeah. So for me this week, I, I'm going to recommend, I'm actually kind of recommending this directly to Mark. There is a YouTube series I found while I was whatever, trolling around for Symphony of the Night tips and shit. And uh, there's a, a series called the Annotated Symphony of the Night. It's like a 20 video series about like every little detail in the game. So like, all the references um, to like oh that's awesome the weird like occult shit that they obviously litter these Castlevania games with and stuff like that so all the references to Lovecraft and like oh like the horror monsters yeah 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 so like he just goes through and like pours over every little detail of the game like both castles like every little inch of it and it's it's pretty cool like even like to the point where he's talking about like the origins of like the names of some of the more obscure weapons and stuff like that that come right out of Tolkien lore and stuff so there's a little that's Tim so cool. hint in there too because there is oddly a lot of the items and stuff in that game are pulled out of like Tolkien's yep. expanded universe stuff. So my favorite sword is actually right out of one of them. So like that Chris Grimm or whatever, Chris Grimm, I think, however you pronounce it. Oh yeah. That is a good yeah, sword. It sort of turns you into a human fucking blender or whatever. Like you just wander around shredding everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite like end game, like God mode sword. Like, all right, just turn it on. I'm just, I'm just cutting through every little demon that is in my way. So good times. But yeah, it was, it was a fun series, like especially if, I know you're a big fan of it. And if you are a big fan of Symphony of the Night, like it was it was a cool sit. Some of it's a little inaccurate. Like there's spots that I knew like there was I knew for a fact that it was wrong. But I'm like, whatever, man, you poured your heart and soul into like three or four hours worth of Symphony of the Night nerdiness. And I'm like, good on you. So I sat through all of it. You got my clicks. Nice. I'll have to check that out. All right. So that's kind of us for this week. It's a nice short episode. Mm. This was Dance Robot Dance episode 121. I'm Mark. I've been here with Tim. Actually, no, not no. Tim. God damn it. Tim's not here. I've been here with Christy. <laughs> and so say goodnight, Christy. Good night. Sorry, I'm not Tim. It's okay. We need a break from Tim sometimes. You know what I mean? We love you, buddy. We miss you. But, you know. And thanks again, Mark, for uh, taking the time and like doing a little guest spot on your fiance's podcast oh, that she doesn't share. No. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> always nice. Always nice having a, a different voice on the show. So thanks, guys. And that means we get to talk about video games, which you do not get to talk about. Very no. Long. It's upsetting. More video games. Yeah, for sure. So either way, thanks for listening again. You can hit us up on Facebook.com slash Dance Robot Dance Podcast, Twitter at DRD Podcast, or email us at Dance Robot Dance Podcast at gmail.com. You can get our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. I'm still working on Spotify. I will figure it out one day. <laughs> That's about it for this week. I hope you guys have a good one. Done. I'm fried. Bye, guys. Let us know your thoughts on Spider Man. Yeah, go play Spider Man. It was awesome. Get your... Go play Spider Man. Everybody's got a PS4 Spider-Man. now. Spider Man does whatever a Spider Man can. You notice that that was his ringtone? Like, it, it always is. Yes, it was great. Yeah.
We didn't even talk about Spider Cop. Oh, <laughs> oh that was Spider Cop. I did like Yuri, actually. I, we should shout out Yuri. Yuri was pretty awesome. Yeah, Yuri really like and character. Spider Cop. Spider Cop. Spider Cop's like oh my God, the, that was best, the, best the best meme on uh, the internet now. Because, like, basically, Spider-Cop. Spider Cop is all over Reddit now because everybody's played the game, obviously. And, like, Reddit likes a good, a, a good bad joke like that and just all over Spider Cop. Spider Cop yeah. is a fucking hero now. So I'm all about it. I need, like, they should do a DLC episode that's just like the adventures of Spider Cop. Yeah, I'm in. Oh my God. Write it. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. See you later, listeners. Bye.